When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Oxventure D&D podcast. It's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast where we listen to old episodes of Oxventure D&D. I'm Jane. I play Prudence the Tiefling Warlock. Hello, I'm Ellen and I play Merylwen the Wood Elf Druid. How's it going? Not too bad, not too bad. Yourself? Yeah, good, good. How's your week been? It's been okay. I, for those not in the know, uh, I had COVID. Uh, it sucks. So um, the past month has kind of been a bit rubbish but this last week I'm slowly getting back to normal which is quite nice. We did a Dark Souls stream so I did my first stream for ages on Thursday. We were in the Smouldering Lakes which is Smouldering Lake which is like unpleasant. It was yeah it's probably the most unpleasant place we've been in the game so far. It's definitely I think Luke's least favourite place but we did a big boss down there. I fought two kind of like another side boss which is like this big worm that shoots lightning and then uh, like a whole bunch of skellies. And now we're uh, onto like Idilla, the Boreal Valley, if I can remember that Sounds correctly, correct. all these long Dark Souls names. And uh, now we're about to go and explore a big old fancy looking town with all lovely old Gothic architecture. And if people want to see that, they can catch you playing Dark Souls 3, it is at the moment, every Thursday afternoon, afternoon UK time on Outside Extra. What else are you doing? I'm enjoying the spring weather. Because we've had some really nice weather in the UK and I've just been like finding any excuse like to have a little lunchtime walk. I found, oh Jane, I found a local cafe that does an absolutely amazing salad and that sounds really lame. (laughs) (laughs) I found that was just, I found that it's really good. It's like, it's really, really middle class, like roasted chickpea and mushroom that but it's so nice i was just like oh man i'm oh no i'm, I'm like i was really pleased but also worried because i'm gonna just go and buy that because salad, you're excited like. about a salad oh no because you're going to overbuy the salad i'm gonna i'm gonna overbuy the salad yeah, yeah. but I, you know it's very nice and they do like a really nice vegan slice with apricots <laughs> like just the little <laughs> things that i'm excited about right now <laughs> Elsewhere on the channel this week, Mike and I streamed. Wait, was it this week? No, it wasn't this week. Oh, boy. Oh, this, this week. <laughs> this, is, this is the life of a content oh, creator. Oh, yeah. Welcome. Okay. Okay. On this week's Welcome, content everyone. treadmill, what did we stream? We streamed Trivial Pursuit Live 2, in fact, which was... Broken. It, it was, was a, so a broken. little bit broken. Yes, it was so a little bit broken. Oh. I was like, because I, I was, it's, it's uh, you know, Trivial Pursuit, famously only four players can play it, but apparently. <laughs> well, I don't, I, I don't have that many friends, so it's fine. So I was just in chat, keeping an eye on things and uh, just everything, like just that one round where. Yeah, there was a specific round where you could make the game reliably, reproducibly crash by two players selecting the same answer, answer. at the yeah. same time uh you can watch it should you be interested (laughs) obviously it's video on demand now on outside xbox otherwise this week has been oh it's been it's been a lot of work actually yeah i mean i say that every week but i think more so than usual because i think content creating 
the actual content is like the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. I think. And that is that that is its own issue. But the rest of the iceberg is taking up so much time yeah. right now. Anyway, anyway, that's not your problem, listener. You're here to listen <laughs> to be. about Dungeons and They should all be Dragons. helping us. <laughs> <laughs> You're here to listen to the next instalment of Oxventure, Dungeons and Dragons, which this week is an exciting special episode because we're listening to uh, episode zero from the Orbpocalypse saga. So the first complete season of Oxventure, which went out all oh, about this time last year. No, wait, uh, last summer, basically. Mm-hmm. A 10 episode season for the first time ever. And we began actually with an episode zero in which we leveled up our characters. Mm-hmm. Do you remember, Ellen? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Because uh, basically we were sort of uh, taking off the safety goggles and all that sort of stuff and really properly getting the training into wheels it. Came yeah off. the training wheels that's the word i want also the safety goggles oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll be free to put our eyes out with magic yeah. my, mike and i now like because we, we kind of like had pre-selected our spells um as a paladin and a druid but like now we, we you know this is the point where we were getting into the bit where we can like open up and do choose choose more spells like choose spells for every uh separate adventure so suddenly i've got a lot more flexibility a lot more things to kind of think about worry about but it's been quite exciting um well for you a druid it, it means you have to choose your spells per session right yes yeah yeah does that so, add to the amount of prep you have to do Yes. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes I sit down and I go, oh, I forgot to swap these out. I guess I'll keep my spells. Yeah. Sometimes I try and like think about thematically. It's like during periods of like a long rest is when technically I can switch, I believe. Uh, Well, there's always a long rest between sessions though. Yeah, yeah. So like like, sometimes it's like, oh, cliffhanger, can't change between the next now and the next recording. It's caused some amusing moments uh, like since uh, that you'll hear in future episodes even beyond um, Apocalypse where people think that Merylwen has a spell and she doesn't (laughs) so that's something to look forward to oh Um, right (laughs) like quick Merylwen bring out Moonbeam and you're like I didn't bring Moonbeam today I didn't prep sorry Mm. (laughs) I left Moonbeam at home the dog ate it (laughs) so So what's the fictional layer that accounts for that is it like you have a spell book and you have to put the spells in the spell book like what's the fictional premise that a druid can't use all the spells all the time like basically the druid has a freedom of being able to choose any spell but like it would be way too op if we could just have all the spells at once so it's just a mechanical thing there's not like a fictional reason i, I suppose like you, you, you know uh, the human or elf body cannot <laughs> contain that much magic yeah yeah exactly so uh I think, you know, people will have, like, I'm sure wizards will probably have a particular reason. But, uh, yeah, it's mostly a balancing thing. But it gives it gives druids the freedom to be like, hey, this next session I want to try out this spell and just uh, switch it up a little bit. How do you remember this levelling going that we're about to listen to? I remember there's a lot of talk of uh, crotches. <laughs> I remember yeah. that. <laughs> More than usual, even. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, Shatter. Shatter is an interesting one. Luke and Andy go off on one of their, like, you know, where they just go go, and we can't stop them. <laughs> so that was funny. Um, Johnny thoroughly enjoying the whole process as well. I love Johnny when they get, like, 
super excited about something i love going to johnny with a, a an idea of like what i sh- could maybe do as a character and they're just like oh yes um yeah this this whole session was just that just johnny being like oh this will be fun and a few little like oh no <laughs> moments. i gotta account for this it's also nice that you know like us being this is us as like fully as just players as opposed to our characters so I think it's a really in- interesting kind of insight into like, hey, this is us a little bit behind the scenes. This is us thinking about our characters. This is why we've chosen these spells, you know, why they appeal to us as players as well as, well as like why it ties to the character maybe or, you know, it's it's a fun one. It's an interesting one for people who kind of want to know a little bit more about the whole leveling up process as well. I think leveling up is so daunting sometimes in this game. I love Dungeons and Dragons, but like being like, oh gosh, I've got to choose what one to get. It, it kind of feels like I'm the same in any video game though. Like if I have to level up, I, I get a little bit overwhelmed and I'm like, oh gosh, the choices, what should I do? It's just a bunch of friends having a laugh. And I think that's in essence, what most tabletop games should be. All right, are you ready to listen to episode zero, the Apocalypse Saga, The Leveling? We will be here on the other side of this recording, so don't go away. I mean, why would you go away? Yeah. There'll be more of us on the other side, so (laughs) catch you shortly. Bye. everyone and welcome back to the York's Venture. I'm Andy and I play Coruscant de Bayena, the human pirate rogue. I'm Mike, I play Egbert, he's a dragonborn paladin. I'm Jane, I am Prudence, who plays, uh, no wait, who is a tiefling warlock. She, and never you mind. <laughs> what she's waiting this whole time. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> she's secretly a cleric. <laughs> I knew it. Uh, I'm Luke no, she's and I definitely play a warlock. Sorry, go on Luke. Sorry. I'm Luke, and I play a half-orc bard called Dob. I am Ellen, and I play uh, Meryl Wen, who is a wood elf druid. And I am Johnny. Um, I'm literally everyone else in the world. Uh, and actually, part of this video is going to be uh, us having a little chat about that world that I am everyone else-ing, because oh, no. changes are coming. And uh, I, I mean, it's coincidence that I'm rubbing my hands together, but... Be- <laughs> <laughs> Be ye afraid. But before we get onto that, it's time for be you be all afraid. to level up. Now, I know it's like it's been ages since you've all leveled up, but for those of you watching at home, we kind of yeah. had a chat about this off camera. We must be going up six or seven levels, Johnny. <laughs> That's at least. You are going up one level. Oh. One! One, what? yeah, I know. You one, stingy miser. One little teeny measly level. But look, there if is you were good... Johnny and you had had to deal with as many messages this week as he has from all of us being like, what? One <laughs> How more do I level up? Yeah. I don't, yeah. What is a spell? How am I level? You would also yeah. level us only once. I'm never going to learn um, the spell Dissolve Bones. <laughs> the, the reason for this one level level up is that, uh, well, it it ties into the conversation I want to have about the world. There is Mm -hmm. going to be plenty for you to keep track of without us complicating it by punting you up to level 10 or 11 and so Mm. on and so forth. Are you sure? Because I feel like I'd really enjoy that. (laughs) (laughs) Being punted up. Think of how many of Meryl Wynn's spells I could use. Yeah, this (laughs) is true. Level 10. And we're all, don't get me wrong, we're all tempted to complete the Druid spellbook. Yeah, uh, it's true. For now, we shall behave. Obviously, it's not going to be that 
as that long again until you level up again. So if anyone at home is, is watching and is disappointed, don't be. They'll they'll get there. They'll get to the fireworks factory we're, soon. We're slow learners. <laughs> Egbert's um, definitely a slow learner. So All right, okay, okay. New deal. We go up one level, but I get a cape. Those are my terms. Sure. I mean, I Take kind of, it I kind of yes. assumed Corazon had <laughs> at least one cape anyway, so this is... <laughs> An easy bargain for me. All right, Especially deal. Two, the cape is caught in the wheel of the joyful damnation. <laughs> <laughs> Safety! And by wheel, we of course mean the new paddle steamer that's been well, attached yeah. to the side. So you just get it Oh no, cut cape is a level nine spell. Um. <laughs> right, well, should we start Probably with I could uh, dissolve my bones to get out of <laughs> <laughs> Should we start with Corazon since we're already talking about the spells that he might conceivably take? Yeah, yeah, yeah. this Why won't not? this won't take long, I don't think, <laughs> because uh, not much happens when you become an eighth level rogue. I get an ability score uh, increase. Excellent. Uh, so I'm going to put that into Constitution, uh, both points into Constitution, because that'll allow me to add another uh, point to my Constitution modifier, and I feel like I've been testing my constitution quite a lot recently and probably a lot more in the future so yeah. i will now have plus two to constitution rolls nice yeah that makes sense i mean certainly over the last year it feels like there have been several times in which the oxventurers have just got stuck in behind the bar mm -hmm. like you know having to give a, a piggyback to to a drunk and slightly emotional prudence yeah he said i will <laughs> You're my friend i'll kill you last and so on <laughs> and so forth have you have it's you been, a, yeah testing the old constitution Testing so, your own metal. So well, yeah. that was brief. Um, yeah. Well, also, we should probably talk about how my multi-classing is working currently. Yes. Because, Do well, uh, I would say. As, as I think a lot of people <laughs> might. Yeah, so the, the way your, your multi-classing uh, is currently working is um, it's not fundamentally broken, but it is unorthodox, uh, which I personally <laughs> am fine with. So we're going to carry on by that. New tagline. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't, I don't want any more spells. Like, if I were continuing down the arcane trickster class route, at yeah. eighth, le eighth level rogue, I would have three cantrips and six spells. Yes. Um, but I don't have that many because I've got all the useful ones. I've got all the good ones. I've got Greece. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. What, what, what else, else do you what need? Could you want? What more do you need? Any, I don't really use my spells in combat anyway. They're all just um, utility spells that I use for adventuring. Uh, mm. So, yeah, I'm just going to be leveling up in the swashbuckler um, track from now mm -hmm. on. So, what level swashbuckler have we decided that I am at well, this point? So, so here is the thing: if you were like, basically, if you wanted to multi-class into swashbuckler, if I'm remembering this correctly, you would become a level one in swashbuckler, mm -hmm. um, and I think I think it means that you can't use as many of your arcane trickster powers until you level up Swashbuckler to an equivalent level. Right. It's like you're resetting, but as you go, you unlock both trees as oh, you okay. return to your former level. Interesting. Um, but what is Corazon de Bayona without Greece? So um, <laughs> I uh, I like I'm perfectly happy, basically, for for uh, you to retain all of your spells. And just Great. keep leveling up the swashbuckling stuff. Okay. Um, well, you don't get anything new at level eight. Um, I unlock right. panache at level nine, uh, which is panache is extremely cool, but I don't get it yet. So. What is okay. it? What is panache? At ninth level, your charm becomes extraordinarily beguiling. Oh, Lord. 
It's going to be unbearable. No. It's going to be absolutely unbearable. All right, Johnny. Well, now you have a deadline to kill Coruscant. <laughs> I haven't even what described what happens time? yet. As an action, you can make a charisma persuasion check contested by a creature's wisdom inside check. The creature must be able to hear you and the two of you must share a language. Uh. If you succeed on the check and the creature is hostile to you, it has disadvantage on attack rolls against targets other than you and can't make opportunity attacks against targets other than you. This effect lasts for one minute until one of your... So basically, it's, this is all bent to the benefit of you guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the fun thing about Final that description that. is that because there's a wisdom check that the, that the opponent has to pass, it suggests that if you were truly wise, you would not be beguiled. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't um, fall for this nonsense. But yeah, yeah. If, if the creature isn't hostile to me, it becomes charmed by me for a minute as well. Okay, that's going to be excruciating. That's the bit I'm worried about. But I kind of like the, the combat application of the other one because it's like, oh, this, oh all of these folks, they're, they're palling around with, with this guy? Oh, they must be okay. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, this great dude. Friendly so by reputation, by association. I'm yeah, welcome wherever enough. I go. So yeah, that's what I'm working towards, but I don't get that yet. So that's a little preview. But yeah, I'm just increasing the constitution, and that's it, I think, do, apart from hit points. hit points. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you should... Um, it, it, the time to do an exciting hit die roll mm. has come to see how many hit points you gain. Okay, so I'm going to be rolling 1d8 uh, plus my constitution modifier, which is good because I just leveled that up. Um, so I'll be rolling 1d8 and then adding 2 to the result. So oh, I'm dog. just going to ask Google to roll a d8 for me. Hey, a 7. Nice. Plus 2. All right. 9. Excellent. So Not a bad result at all. Additional hit points, which will bring me up to 62. Wow. Yeah. Dang. Interesting. Who is next in uh, to join me in the dungeon of giving information over and discussing it in a friendly, <laughs> friendly non-judgmental atmosphere? Sounds like a horrible atmosphere. euphemism for interrogation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I can go? Sure, yeah. Uh, okay, so, Johnny, the, the first thing I have to tell you about um, Dob's character sheet, it was a real mess, um, so I decided that I would uh, basically run it through the D&D &D Beyond digital character sheet thing. Mm -hmm. For a couple of reasons. One, because going forward, that's going to make it easier to keep track of spell slots, which I know is something that you wish to discuss. Um, and also because uh, it, it, like some of Dob's spells require a lot of dice to be rolled. Uh, mm. Cure Wounds, Heat Metal, Thunder Wave are all like four or sweet. five D8s. So, um, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah and Luke just so, doesn't um, have that many D8s. I just don't have that many D8s. And I, I suck so bad at maths that I, I really... <laughs> Um, that yeah, the the kind of pretend virtual on screen dice just for that is super useful. But in the process of doing this, um, uh, some of some of Dob's uh, modifiers have come out slightly different. They've <laughs> they've on average like across the board come out like slightly worse. So I'm just going to go with it because I think it's probably more likely that, mm. that that my paper character sheet just contains like legacy massive errors, horrible mistakes. fallacies. And, yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> Um, okay. it, it's, but it's nothing too severe. But like horrible um, fallacies. Andy, we were all thinking Andy. it, but only you would say it. Is that in the Is that in the monster manual? What is level? that what happens when Dob <laughs> levels up? What do you think More all those them. bits are on a beholder? <laughs> oh, oh, no, okay. oh no! I had wondered. Leveling up is a very special occasion. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very special time in a young orc's life. It's a very. It's a, a moment that's been described as almost spiritual. <laughs> 
you look forward to it for so long and then something like this happens um okay uh so yeah so like dexterity has gone down by one just in the modifier and like but intelligence has gone up a bit but dnd beyond has given dob a nerf yeah yes basically a, okay. a very very small nerf which i'm just rolling with because you I, hate I maths I, that much you well, hate I, maths more than you love being good i hate maths more than i love being strong but i'm putting my two points into wisdom um so i now have a wisdom modifier of, of plus three nice. um and uh i did that because dob is very very good already on dexterity and constitution but like I feel like if, if Dob was doing some introspecting and trying to self-improve, he would be thinking about wisdom kinds of things. The things like um, perception, medicine as well. Mm. Like um, the, these kind of checks, I think I think he just wants to become a little bit more well-rounded than someone who's just so good at acrobatics. Yeah, and insight um, as well. I mean, like Dob doesn't seem, well, he's quite credulous, but he's not the person you can sort of blanket lie to. He's good at spotting yeah. when people are trying to like sort of sell a fib to a whole bunch of people. That so. kind of emo yeah, emotional intuition and intelligence, I guess. So anyway, mm. I get one new spell, uh, and the new spell that I have chosen is Shatter. A sudden loud ringing noise, painfully intense, erupts from a point of your choice within range, that range being 60 feet. Each creature in a 10-foot radius sphere centered on that point must make a constitution saving throw. Uh, 3d8 thunder damage on a failed save half as much damage on a successful one so it's basically thunder wave but it doesn't come out of dob it comes out of like a point a point that dob points to that's pretty um, excellent it's super effective against creatures made of um stone crystal or metal they have disadvantage on the saving thing which yeah, sounds super cool out. but generally honestly the the thing that just sold it for me is that the sudden loud ringing noise when i read that i just thought of it as like uh microphone feedback like mm. kind of like rock concert guitar like dobs kind of like holding the loot up to the amp you know yeah, yeah, to sort yeah, of yeah. bust the eardrums of the of the of the the, the first few rows question like could the point be dobs crotch yeah nice. it could it absolutely could a 10 foot radius sphere centered on that point must make a constitution saving throw it could be anyone's crotch as long as it's within <laughs> 60 feet it's like the pocket nuke version of thunderwave so it's a little bit smaller but for that you can determine where it's going off and it yes. still does loads of damage so I, there's just so many occasions where um where i end up wanting to use thunder wave and thunder wave is basically dob's only like offensive magical damagey spell there's so many occasions where thunder wave is not appropriate because it comes out of dob um so it's yeah. coming out of someone's crutch from across <laughs> yeah. the room super that doesn't make it more appropriate <laughs> it's a, well it's, it's a very <laughs> offensive spell i think you'll agree i'm pretty sure that that's it uh mm -hmm. at eighth level apart from a hit uh, apart from a hit point up indeed grade which is a d8 which i will roll now okay here we go come on lucky dog that that's that's a seven. Oh, um, nice that's a seven plus, plus constitution which is plus four is um this see this is why i can't rely on the mental maths right is 11 mm -hmm. uh which takes dob's total hp up to 63 nice. no 73 wow 73 <laughs> the on tankiest 62. bard in in all of geth i am it was 62 certain. now it's 73 yeah yeah okay yikes i j i just i'm already dreading just the, the constant calls for this spell to be cast on someone's crotch but uh, good, <laughs> good choice that's not on you luke 
and I think we can, yeah. We'll, we'll oh. get it out of the way early doors and um, the first NPC we meet, Johnny. Just kind of shattering his crotch. Shatter on his crotch. Excuse okay. me, Johnny, if I, could, if I could step in, Dob cast shatter on as well. <laughs> Apples for sale. Fresh, lovely. Oh, my crotch. It's shattered, it is. Sean oh. sees never the same again. So. <laughs> oh, oh, my crotch, sir. It's gone all shattered, it has. Oh, uh, well. Oh. At least we know where the next NPC horrible <laughs> encounter is is coming from, and indeed where it's going. Who's next? My mum warned me this would happen. <laughs> uh, I'll Two go. You once. can get Egbert out of the way. There's Two not levels. much yes. not much to report with Egbert, to be honest. I don't get any new spells. Right. Uh, I just get an ability score improvement. Okay. And yeah, nothing else really changes. Other Where's that going to go? Is that it? Uh, what am I? In terms of my modifiers, how mm -hmm. do I know which one might actually make a meaningful difference? If you pick just one, then yes. adding two will automatically increase the number. Got but uh, if I remember this correctly, if it's an odd number, mm. then adding one will take you over the threshold. Right. So if you've got if you've got two uh, ability score. I um, I think I mine are all even numbers because I think I deployed my ability scores extremely tactically well, last what time. What would you like to Im improve and what's your ability score in it currently? You know what? I feel like charisma is the most useful for me because that's what a lot of my spells are based on. So okay. maybe and your current charisma ability score is 16. So 16. if I put it up to 18 I would get yeah. a plus You'd be four plus 4. I knew I could rely on you not to fix wisdom. I'm yeah. never going to fix wisdom, Johnny. Yeah. If I could take points out of wisdom to make myself <laughs> stupid, I would genuinely do it. Intelligence is is zero modifier as well. So Egbert's a big, big dummy. <laughs> he's a massive Aww. dummy. He's just he's earnest. Yeah, he tries, but he's yeah. a bit dim. So yeah, I think probably charisma just for, you know, spell purposes. Not that Egbert ever uses spells really, other than as a joke. Um, but yeah, I, I'm going to go for charisma. I'd like to take mm. my charisma up to eight, uh, 18, and hopefully that would be plus four for my modifier. Excellent. Yeah. Please. So, um, yeah, modest improvement, but still nothing to sniff at. Mm. And then for my hit points, yes. uh, it's a 1d10 plus my constitution uh, modifier. So mm -hmm. that's pretty good, right? Depends uh, on the roll, I guess. It does depend on the roll. All right, here we go. That is a five plus my uh, constitution modifier, which is two, so seven. And that is added to my current total of 56, which uh, brings us up to 63. <laughs> the bard is so much tankier than the paladin. Yeah, I know. He's not even wearing armor. It's ridiculous. Anyway, no. there we go. Leather armor is still armor. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. On it's like he doesn't all. have he doesn't Thanks. have book smarts or street smarts, and he's not that tough. But no. he's got it where it counts, which we don't know where that is. Yeah, we'll <laughs> teleport. He can teleport. He can teleport. Yeah. But he but refuses he can to. Teleport. <laughs> yeah, but he won't teleport. <laughs> it's hidden qualities. Hidden moral brave. support. Moral he had a bravery modifier. Yeah. He may not have the smarts, and he may not have the muscle. Sorry, my intonation. <laughs> 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 Were you expecting me to jump in? <laughs> Prudence, like everyone, is going from level 7 to level 8, mm -hmm. of course. Mm. And at level 8, I get an ability score improvement and one new spell. 
But also, warlocks at uh, at a new level, warlocks can swap out one of their invocations and swap in a new invocation. You know, bring another one into rotation. So I'm going to get rid of the invocation. Let's start with the um, the invocation housekeeping, if that's okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to get rid of um, the invocation called Sign of Ill Omen because it's a bad curse and I never use it. And uh, and so I'm going to get rid of it and replace it with Eldritch Spear, which turns Eldritch Blast into a kind of oh sniping magic smell with <laughs> a 300 foot range. <laughs> 300 feet. Oh my yeah. God. Come on. Wait, yeah, so, Chris, so are, you saying, are you saying you could target specific body parts? <laughs> I could target two specific body parts because agonizing blast still's a plot still applies. I can think of just the two. <laughs> so, you're, so you're saying Prudence could double Eldritch Spear a crotch yep. from yep. 300 <laughs> feet, feet like from That's a right. top of a mountain down yeah, sure. in the valley. Correct. <laughs> valley apples for sale, my fresh valley. Oh no! Boy, Wait, hang on. Oh. Just you recovered from the shattered crotch. You could Eldritch Blast miss. people and they would have no way of knowing where it came from. Yeah. <laughs> 300 foot is like, such a long they range. Would yeah. mm. They would assume it was a curse from the gods. Like, there are bandits <laughs> coming from very, very far away. I spear them in the crotch. Yeah. Um, yes. Um, um, Jane, I'm going to say that's an excellent choice. Wow. I can't believe wow. I didn't take it before, to be honest. I just thought I was trying to, I was trying to be clever and creative. But what I really want is a powered up Eldritch Blast. So, yeah. Which, yeah. which, by the way, has like a base range of 120 feet. So, mm. so you've over doubled it, basically. Yeah. You have to adjust exactly. for the Coriolis effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, no does way. Geth have a Coriolis effect? I don't know. Good well, question. I mean, it, it depends who you ask. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because like all those round Gethers, they go... They'd go wild if they heard you talking mm. like that. Mm. There's just so a I've wizard got... called Coriolis Effect. <laughs> yeah, you have to ask him first and he's like, it's all right. His it's effect, fine. yes. I'm fine uh, okay, so invocations, no change in the number. Still four invocations, but I'm swapping out uh, Sign of Ill Omen for Eldritch Spear. No change in spell slots, which is still two. <laughs> and uh, no change in slot level, obviously. Uh, I get an ability score improvement, which will come around to... And I get one new spell, and I was I was torn between a spell called Banish and a spell called Dimension Door. Uh, dimension Door turns out not to be a literal door to another dimension, so I, I'm going to go oh. with Banish because okay. it is hilarious. Okay, good <laughs> so start. The spell component, like the the spell component, is an item distasteful to the target, so that's fun. Um, you attempt to send one creature that you can see within range to another plane of existence. The target must succeed on a charisma saving throw or be banished. So yeah, I get to, to send people, things, enemies to another plane of existence, which which sounds fun. Um, if they originate in our plane of existence, then they only get sent there for a minute, which doesn't seem like a lot. But then given how fast combat is usually over for us, it might be enough to turn the tide. Yeah. And if they do yeah. originate in a different plane of existence, then they just get banished back there. So, well, you know, if we were to deal uh, with anything nice. from uh, alternative planes of existence. And well, also it does, it does mean I can put orb. like, uh, yeah, it does mean I can put anyone like Corazon, for instance, in, in like a one time minute out. timeout on a demi plane <laughs> somewhere else. Sorry, a charisma saving throw, you say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're we're optimising against each other now. Don't yeah. think I'm going to go. Go to your dimension. <laughs> Don't come out think until one minute is over. Corazon yeah. takes a swig of his martini. 
<laughs> no, no, I don't think I don't I'll think be doing I that. will. No. But also that yeah, the spell component is an item distasteful to the target. So something that Corazon really loathes, and then I Love just this bit of yeah. Egbert. So yeah, bit, <laughs> just take Egbert and be like, <laughs> you're banished. Um, yeah. So I feel like that might be useful in combat. Oh, it um, will. I cannot wait until I forget about this, and then it, <laughs> it, it gets sprung on me, and I uh, feel a bit sick. Yeah, this is gonna happen. Yeah. All right, cool. And um, so I'm going to put two points into wisdom uh, because I feel like prudence has grown older and wiser, hmm. um, but not nicer. So, <laughs> so there we go. Two more points into wisdom, which brings her up to 14 wisdom, which is pretty okay. Hmm. And uh, I'm going to take uh, my health points, my hit points, raise now and i'm going to take the five because it's one d8 or five so i'll take the okay. five plus my constitution modifier which is a four so five mm. plus four is nine added to 49 is 58 so 58 hp very nice, nice. and last but by no means least because actually this is one of the most significant changes we're mm. seeing i reckon <laughs> yeah um ellen tell us about meryl what's what's going on with meryl right well, now how is meryl when is fine um basically uh when we set up uh oxventure we thought that we would keep it simple so that i could still use druid spells and various druid abilities but not like have a huge number of spells to have to learn and things like that so i've been working up up to level seven i've been like working with this number of spells so these are all my little spell cards that i've got to keep an eye on it and that's how many that i've been working from um, but now we're like properly getting into spell slots and everything. Um, instead, at the beginning of every single uh, game that we play, I will in advance select a number of spells. And because of the way that I'm leveling up, I can select 12 spells to prepare ahead of the game from not just this, but also from these. <laughs> so. Hi folks, producer John here, just popping in to add some clarity while I'm editing this. Podcasts like radio are a blind medium, but this audio, as you know, was taken from one of our videos, a visual medium. So what you were unable to see there was Ellen holding up to camera a very small deck of spell cards and then a very large deck of spell cards. Okay, I uh, hope you enjoy the rest of the podcast. Sorry for the interruption. Bye. Yeah, so basically uh, I'll select uh, a number of spells. So it, it, going up to level eight. That's a lot of magic um, groins. Yeah. Uh, I'm um, leveling up. Uh, I'm gaining. Keep off the groins. <laughs> so I divided them into groin-based magic and non-groin-based. Um, and a much smaller pile of non-groin-based. This is the non-groin. This is the groin. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I've, I've gained a spell slot in level four. Mm -hmm. So I, I've now got two uh, spell slots in level four. So I've got some fun things I can do there. Um, and also, technically, uh, Merylwen can actually, well, you know, Merylwen has her favourites of being a little Scottish wildcat, or a brown bear, um, or a giant octopus. Merylwen can actually turn into any beast that she has seen at least once um as long as it's uh, because she's a uh, circle of the moon she can go up to like 
combat level two, I believe it is. I'll double check that. Um, but uh, yeah, like as long as I've seen it, I, I'll be able to have Merylwen turn into it. Um, it's like a big weird seahorse. Yeah, yeah, because I have seen. It looks seen, a bit like a dragonborn. Uh, like, it looks a bit like a dragonborn. Yeah, there will be some uh, different possibilities that Marilyn will be able to do. Cool. But obviously, she will have her favourites. I think still because I, I can't say, afford all the props. Yeah, yeah, your your cuddly toy budget is going to go through the roof. I'm going to put first off uh, the uh, my ability scores. I'm going to put my because I'm going to be relying on spells a lot more. Um, I'm going to put uh, my one of my modifier points into Wisdom to bring it up to a nice round 20. So I have a plus 5 Wisdom modifier. And also uh, I'm going to put my other point in Constitution, which is currently 15, to go up to a 16. So I will have a plus 3 modifier in Constitution. Um, and also this entire time for the last like three levels, I've had a spell save DC one point lower than it should have been because I forgot to update the fact that my proficiency bonus had gone up by one. And therefore it affects the spell save DC number as well, because that's how it adds up. Of so, course. Yes. So I'm now at 16 spell save DC. Marilyn um, is so wise and yet still continues to hang out with the rest of the Oxfordians. <laughs> well, I'm really wise, but my intelligence isn't that high. So. <laughs> Street smarts. Ah, Street yes, smarts. of course. Yes. I've got to do my hit points now. Um, so I've got a D8 plus your constitution modifier per druid level after first, mm-hmm. which is my just my constitution, which is now plus three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know what? I'm going to go for it. I'm going to roll. That's a seven. I thought it was a one. (laughs) (laughs) So that is a seven. The drama. Uh, Plus three. That's ten. So now I'm on 53. So I'm a bit closer to everyone else. There we go. The gap is narrowing. Right. Well, that's everyone sort of leveled up. And I think in in many ways, like, while it feels like a big change for Meryl, and what it it really constitutes is just you doing some of the bits of D&D that you should have been doing from the start, which leads nicely into that little <laughs> chat I wanted to have about Uh-oh. the world of Geth oh, no. and how it's also going to change because... It's getting nicer. <laughs> well, we've been doing this quite a long time now, so I think it's probably time that the training wheels came off. Um, oh, no. Like, oh, no. like a like classroom wheels. littered with coats, there are a lot of hooks that you've been let off thus far. Hey. Um, but they're going to start coming out. And the first and most important one is spell slots. Because I know you all know intellectually what a spell slot is. Mm. But I'm damned if I've ever actually seen anybody tick one off and track how they're being used. So, um, the way spell slots work in Dungeons & Dragons... Try and keep it under half an hour. Yeah. um, (laughs) Is that basically the number you have um, is the number of spells you can do of that level before you have a long rest, which is sort of like an eight hour sleep. So you actually have, it's like in a video game, having a mana bar that gets depleted and you need to give it time to recharge. Right. So whereas before you've just all been able to do all of your spells all the time, all day long, now you're going to have to think about when you're doing your spells and when you've run out of magic and what you're going to have to do. It is, this book is wild. It really <laughs> is, isn't it? Um, it's one of those things that it will influence your, your thinking about your character and how they behave somewhat because, you know, like, 
going into a fight completely chock full of magic is very different to going into a fight knowing that you're already pretty like weak in innovators. Um, but what this means is we're going to get some more around the campfire scenes. So in a way, the Oxventure is getting nicer. It's just getting more exacting. I'm not necessarily okay. going to say harder. Except it... I mean, it is going to get a little harder, I think. Because also, like, it's fair to say that through the first seven levels, you've been steamrolling a lot of encounters. Um, there haven't been that many times, apart from maybe that time when you fought 60 skeletons, and the, like, surprising number of times that Prudence has been neatly disemboweled. <laughs> no one's been that on the ropes before. This isn't me becoming one of those, I am... I am the DM and I am law and I'm going to I'm trying to actively kill you but I'm going to start throwing some tougher stuff at you and I hopefully that should make for some more interesting stuff and some moments where you kind of come up against uh basically your character being in a really tight spot and maybe having to think about doing something else or uh but just dies or egg but just <laughs> yeah or egg but just dies smash cut to expert egg but instantly dying um <laughs> The good news about all of this, I mean, the good news, apart from the fact that I think this is going to be more narratively interesting and it should make for, you know, like... Yes. Uh, and the funeral uh, will be beautiful. Good news. Oh, <laughs> but dies. Everyone's going to speak. It's going to be delightful. But um, I think that's going to be interesting, but I am not enforcing spell requirements, spell components on you, because I hate them. And, like, no, I don't... Like, if you've got the spell slot for it, I don't need to know if you've got a pinch of, of nostril hair taken from a walrus or whatever. With the sole Just exception... Just assume we do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The sole exception of um, Prudence's spell where she has to produce something that is distasteful to the target. Yes. Um, we will always assume that she has it. I just want to know what it is because I think it's going to be fun. Great. And, and also, wanna... like, really high-cost yeah. spell components. Like, the one where I summon a demon, but I need, like, a full person's worth of blood or something. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> Which I've not done still. I've still not done that, but yeah. should I ever have to? Yeah. But again, I, I do assume that you're carrying around a full person's <laughs> worth of blood on you at all times. <laughs> so heavy. Like, big wines. Like a big, it. yeah, cask on my back. Yeah. Just in Just, case. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited about this because... Uh, trying to figure out spell slots this week in anticipation of this um i'm sure some of you found the same i've been like reading through my spells and you know there's a bit at the end that's like at higher if you cast this mm. at a higher level then you can do this and i would never really paid that much mind because we hadn't really been paying attention but all these spells do cool rad stuff at higher levels um i'm especially excited about casting sleep at higher levels because Whoa, like why? it massively massively increases the with sleep, you have to, like, total the hit points of the thing yeah, you're trying to send yeah. to sleep. Do you remember that time that I tried to send Corazon to sleep? Yes. In the, because, mm -hmm. because he was nice going try. to threatening to kill an NPC, and I didn't. But had, had we been right. using spell slots, I would have used everything at my disposal <laughs> to send him <laughs> out of the highest spell slot I had. And my, my odds would have been much, much stronger of making yeah. that work. So, mm -hmm. so this is... this. I don't think this is going to be restrictive at all. I think it's going to let us do some more... <laughs> Rad. It's definitely not. I really feel like we're all honing our abilities to like prank each other. Like everyone's yeah. been maxing <laughs> yeah, for yeah. better pranks on each other. I mean, yeah. I'd like to yeah. point out I was threatening a curator that we needed to get something from. I cast shatter on Corazon's crotch. And what's the damage? I'm rolling it. it is... <laughs> Depends where you what level you're casting it. I wasn't mm. actually going to kill him. It was a. I was 27. a bluff. 27. <laughs> 
I use uncanny dodge. I evade and uncanny dodge it. Okay. Can you uncanny dodge it if it's within a ten foot? Can you uncanny dodge anything, mate? You're just dodging into the the shatter. Into more of the sphere, yeah. Which is the new name for Coruscant's crotch. Dodging out of the way. Welcome to the shatter sphere. Nope. Wow. Oh, did you say it's an area of effect? Yeah. Attack. Um, yes. No, it's a sp- it's a sphere. It's a an area of effect so, attack. You say that- I use evasion. <laughs> That's why it's a sphere. Can't right, I use my other fourth level spell slots to cast shatter <laughs> again. <laughs> right. And now I'm all out of spell slots. <laughs> now I need right. a long rest. Now that he's Worth all it. out of spell shot- <laughs> slots, I use sneak attack and absolutely destroy him. I'm out of my fourth level ones. I'm excited <laughs> I'm for gonna... this new adversarial form of oxygen. Yeah, me too. Yeah, <laughs> I cast Shatter be... out of a third level spell slot. Oh, no. And then out of a second level spell slot. It's going to save me time rolling up NPCs if all you do is you roll kill each other. fight each other. <laughs> two hours every second oh. week. Um, but yeah, that's that's about okay. the size of it. Hopefully now it all makes sense as to why you've only gone from level seven to level eight. Um, and it's mm. not going to be long before you level up again. Uh, just, you know, once you've got to grips with um, spell slots and, uh, you know, we've disemboweled Prudence again. And uh, obviously after... Hey, what? After, after Egbert's wake, we'll, yeah. uh, we'll level up again. Um, but yeah, until then, that's that's what's up with uh, with Geth and you all. Mm. It's going to get tougher. It's very exciting. Exciting times. Who's He's ready. ready for the Orpocalypse? Yeah. I don't know. Sounds, oh, sounds bad. Oh, Can't wait to go back to not wow. using any spells and therefore not using any spell slots. It's not going to change anything for me, I don't think, because I only ever use. I don't use more than three spells. I've only got I'm three visualizing spell slots. Egbert's array of shining, pristine, never before used spell slots. Yeah. Yep. Glistening. Yeah. Mint Factory. condition spell slots. <laughs> Factory condition. Yeah. 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 Egbert oh. only really uses spells for a joke. Cool. What are some Can of the don't cute animals? use spell slots. Eldritch Blast is a mm. cantrip. So, <laughs> sorry, just got to get that. If I use, if I yeah, use Fine Steed for it. in level four... And now I've got a scope for it. Can I find mm. a giant dog? Is that how it works? If I do a level four Fine Steed? You can find if bigger you, and bigger dogs. You, you can find yeah. four dogs. Yeah, if, right. you wanna, if you want to use, use up one of your level four spell slots on Fine Steed, absolutely. I'm, I'm going to find out what it does, whether it does anything. There's what no does Grease do at uh, higher spell slots... Uh, grease at high levels, I imagine it's just like grease made out of more inviting things. Like, at the start, oh. it's like axle grease, and then it's mm. like vegetable oil. Bacon grease. And then bacon grease. Mm. Coconut okay. oil. Okay. Yep, you know, yep, 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 yep. First imagine pressing that. olive oil. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. God, if I could, yes, yeah. If I could produce extra virgin olive oil. <laughs> that I'm not eating it. Corazon's artisanal oil. If it's come out of Corazon, I'm not eating it. <laughs> Yeah. It's, wait, it's olive oil out of one hand, balsamic vinegar out of the other. Oh, that would be good, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was everyone levelling up mm-hmm. in preparation for the beginning of what was to be known as the Orb-Pocalypse saga, the 10-episode arc that went out last summer. So much crotch shattering. <laughs> yeah. So much. It's- Bizarre fixation <laughs> on the groin area. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just us being silly. And that's what I enjoy. I, I, I like these ones because I like just sit and watch them back and I'm like, oh, look at all my friends. Look at all the, I'm having a good time with my friends. It's good. So there's a bit where you refer to your spell card deck. 
Mm-hmm. And because we were changing changing up the way way we play and the way you prepare your spells, mm-hmm. now you have just like an enormous stack of <laughs> spell cards that you yeah. have to shuffle. And how many spells do you prepare? Off the top of my head, I think it's like 14. I have, I have a fair few because I've got very high wisdom okay. and that's what determines how many spell slots oh, you right. have. It says here, choose a number of spells equal to your level plus your wisdom modifier bonus. And, and Merylwen is very wise. Yeah, my wisdom modifier at this point is five. So wow, <laughs> I, I, th- I believe if I remember correctly, I don't have my sheet in front of me, but yeah. Um, so I have a lot of spell slots uh, nice. that I can use. Spell slots in the other sense. But in the other sense, yeah. yeah like because spell... we also talked about spell slots which is a whole other thing yes and that that went hand in hand with johnny's plan for the world itself the game world yeah and the way we apply the rules to kind of toughen up yeah yeah for the apocalypse saga including proper discipline with spell slots which yeah i think we'd been very casual with yeah prior prior to this session to this season Mm -hmm. i think that was deliberate we were absolutely indeed noobs when we started playing five years ago and i think it was um, a very wise and smart decision on johnny's part to not really get into the nitty-gritty of spell slots early on but i think this was this was the right time to impose (laughs) a little bit of discipline and a little bit of yeah a little bit of rule uh on us for the apocalypse saga that said I was kind of easy breezy with, yeah, fine, spell slots, whatever, no bother, because obviously I I have two spell slots as a warlock. I mean, Mm. you know, right now at this level, I have two spell slots, which isn't very many. Obviously, Eldritch Blast being Eldritch Blast, it is, oh gosh, oh, I've just had had a brain wipe. Eldritch Blast is um what are they what's the word oh, for it? Oh it's, um, yeah, it's a it's a thing that's not a spell. Um, an incantation? No, no, it's <laughs> come on, Ellen. Cantrip. There you go. Cantrip. That's it. Thank you. It's a cantrip, <laughs> which is a word I only have ever used and will only ever use in the context of D and D, which is why yeah. it fell clean out of my memory. <laughs> but yeah, Eldritch Blast is a cantrip, which means it doesn't need any spell slots. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I, I thought I was off the hook, but actually, increasingly, I'm like, I can't just, I can't just lean on Eldritch Blast all the time. So now I have to think very, very carefully about how I spend my t- my two spell slots and mm-hmm. and such. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it, it's just a thing of like kind of me having to remember to pick what spells I want to use that day because if I don't have the one that I wanted that's my fault you know there will be those sessions where we come into a session and it's you know we're just picking up where we left off we can't all just start from scratch so we have to remember how many spell slots that we used in the previous time we recorded and things like that so it's it's that kind of like managing it as well I'd like to get even more into that I think as we go forward the getting away from these like self-contained 90-minute sessions. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate the bite-sizedness of playing for 90 minutes or playing for two hours, but yeah, the idea that we don't have to wrap things up neatly yeah, at the end of a session gives Johnny and us more kind of flexibility to mm-hmm. to tell like longer, like more fluid stories, that kind of thing. Yeah. I, I, I really like... I think people are in for a real treat. Um like there's i think there's a really fun story running through uh apocalypse lots of cool different elements lots of you know interesting characters that we come across as ever because johnny is just so good at creating npcs 
you know so good that often uh dob will try to like adopt them all um, <laughs> that, um i really like this kind of like larger overarching story and i think you know yeah the more that we have the the time and ability to do something like that i think the better um because it's nice to get people get you all invested i certainly got invested i always wanted to know what was happening next once we finished playing like one little session of it i was like oh wonder what's gonna happen next time that's intriguing because we like filmed this in chunks so every so often we were like oh i don't know what's gonna happen next this is fun like what's what's gonna what's what's johnny got in store for us and i yeah i think it's really nice for folks watching to be like oh you can't leave us there or oh, what's gonna happen or oh, what did they roll and you know just having little little fun little cliffhangers i love i love a cliffhanger and uh it, it was really fun as we were putting these episodes out on youtube seeing people like being like oh what's gonna happen next and it was just like it was lovely seeing people invested in it as well so yeah. Okay, we'll come back next week for the first actual session mm-hmm. from the Apocalypse Saga, which picks up where we left off in last week's episode in the actual dungeon with Bob the Dungeon intern, with the orb and everything else. So yeah. it, although there was a big break between that episode and the beginning of this season, mm-hmm. Actually, no time has passed (laughs) in the game world, confusingly. So, yeah, let's pick up where we left off last week in the dungeon with Bob next week on the Oxventure D&D podcast. In Oxventure news, if you would like to pick up a piece of Oxventure special merch from the Insert Coin clothing collection. Ellen, you've seen this stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, the Oxventure jacket. Yeah, it's snazzy as with all the patches and the t-shirts yeah we've got the literally everyone else in the world t-shirt over at insertcoinclothing.com and everything else go over to insertcoinclothing.com enter the code ox22 that's capital o capital x22 and for a limited time you'll get 15% off the oxventure collection well i say oxventure collection it's also partially an outside xbox outside extra collection but there's a heavy oxventure representation (laughs) in the collection so (laughs) go and check that out insertcoinclothing.com ox22 for 15 percent off the collection it's valid until the end of the month and if you haven't seen the items go and check them out they're cute i think there's a photo of of corazon styling out one of those jackets mm-hmm, mm-hmm. floating around the internet i'll post it somewhere i'll put it i'll put it back on instagram yeah a uh, lovely picture of johnny in the literally everyone else in the world t-shirt and they just yeah. look so pleased with it, it yeah maybe so pick one up for the dm in your life yeah. or you if you're the dm in your life <laughs> also in oxventure opportunities we're coming to mcm comic con in london on the 28th of may which is a saturday we'll be on the i think it's called the main stage or the center yeah, stage main stage i think we'll be on the big stage on saturday there's no extra tickets required at mcm comic con uh, so if you're there we'd love to see you at our show mm. that'll be exciting right that's all for now Mm-hmm. I'll see you soon. In fact, I will continue to see you, Ellen, because I think we've got we've got a meeting. Yeah, <laughs> a, a much the exciting life of content mm, creation. Content creation. <laughs> it's it's like I say, it's the iceberg. Now let's go and yeah. we've done the tip of the iceberg. Now let's go and do the rest of the iceberg, yeah. which is meetings. <laughs> so I'll see you in the meeting. Yeah, and that's it for the Oxford D and D podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you being here. And we've had such a nice time making this podcast. It's been a real, um, 
a real, I don't want to say a nice break, as if I need a nice break from making videos, but it's been a different kind of creative endeavour. It's which... a different vibe that we very much enjoy. Exactly, yeah. exactly so. And thank you, Ellen, for being on the podcast. No problem. Thank you for having me. I hope you continue to get better and better. Thank you. Having recovered from COVID and better and better again. Yes. Fingers okay. crossed. <laughs> nice. All right, let's go. Woo.